it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion Podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville. Good morning and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. I'm telling you, the traffic this morning is the is proof positive that we need flying cars and that should be where the bulk of our uh, scientific and technological energy and study goes. Also the money. We have to have flying cars because they, cl- I mean, they shut down the entire interstate. Like literally, they shut it down. I get in my car this morning. I'm driving to work. Now, granted, when I drive to work, there's very little traffic. In fact, if I see another car on the road, I'm like, oh, my God, what's happening? But, uh, you know, I get in the car this morning at about like 430 and I hear immediately Rich Jones say, uh, well, they've shut down both both northbound and southbound 95 interstate 95. Just just clamp the dead. You know, boom, it's done. No one's going either way. They're they're diverting traffic off of interstate 95 northbound and southbound. And I'm thinking to myself, God, that's that. Thank God I don't have to drive on the interstate. Uh, also, that's got to be, you know, that's got to be like the worst situation in the entire world. That's why you need flying cars. So you don't have to divert traffic. You just hit a button. You're up in the air. You fly over the incident. You get the back on the other side. Bada bing, bada boom. Everything's great. Uh, so, you know, and, and I, I, I assume that situations like this are going to. I mean, hopefully our politicians and our scientists are, are going to be working toward uh, a solution, you know, that we really for something that we really global warming, schmobile warming. Get me in the air when traffic sucks. All right. That's that's my motto. That's what I want to see happen um, before in, you know, in, in my lifetime. What's up, everybody? This is Mark K. And uh, you're listening to the Mark K Show. And I appreciate that. By the way, if you ever need traffic information, updated traffic information, if you're just like, I'd rather listen to traffic than you, uh, download our mobile app. It's free in the App Store, either the Google Play Store or the iTunes Store. And, uh, and you can uh, get traffic updates like all the time. You could just, in fact, I guarantee there's people that just sit around listening to traffic updates. And not the people who are not Tim Tompkins. Not the people that we pay to do that, but actual people who just are like, so, you know, it's like my, it's like my mother-in-law in weather. She's, a, she knows more about weather than, uh, than Mike Burrish, uh, which, uh, you know, it, it was, anyway, so I, sometimes I call her and ask her the weather. And if she doesn't know, I'll text Mike and I'll be like, Hey, do I need an umbrella? And he's like, it's Florida. You always need, you always need an umbrella. I've told, anyway, you can get weather information in our app too. All right. So, uh, I get it. Something else happened. I was, as I was listening to the news on my way in. I heard this story about parking in St. Augustine, and the first thing I thought to myself was the parking situation in St. Augustine is identical, identical in theory or in on, on the baseline to the situation at the border. By the way, I tried to call the border today. I called... I'm a, you know, because, you know, I always like to go to the source whenever there's an issue, whenever there's a problem, whenever there's a major news story. I like to co- I like to go right to the source and try to find out exactly what's going on on the ground. You know, I talked to during the election when everyone was like, Mexico's not going to pay for the wall. I called, you know, I called Mexico and I asked them about the wall and they said it was a good idea. Why? Well, because people are dying trying to cross the border. I spoke to a, a Mexican woman, Mexican born and bred, worked in Mexico. She was a, a hotel uh, operator or hotel, what do you call it? Like, uh, she worked at the hotel doing some the concierge. And she said, I know a lot of people that go to the border. Many people die. They get sick. They get injured. They get paralyzed. And it's because they're trying to cross this river. They're trying to scale these 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 makeshift fences and these horrible, horrible, you know, walls with holes in them. And, and then they, you know, some 
sometimes they get shot and they get attacked and coyotes are taking all their money. Not the animals, the, you know, the, the, the ruthless scumbag gangsters who take advantage of people trying to cross the border, basically. So she said it's a horrible thing. Put up a wall and you're actually going to save a lot of people's lives. And this is a woman in Mexico. So I went back to the phone today, tried to call Mexico. I spent an hour on the phone. Couldn't get one person who spoke English. Not one. Not one. I thought it was like, it would be easier to find, pardon me, it would be easier to find somebody here in the United States that speaks Spanish than it was trying to find somebody in Nogales, Mexico, who spoke English. Uh, So I wasn't able to get it. You know, I I got drips here and there, but nothing really comprehensive that you would want to hear. But anyway, so the situation at the border, though. The more I look at this and the more I think about it, it is exactly like this situation that happened in St. Augustine. Here's what's going on in St. Augustine. There's a parking problem, all right? Uh, when you park in St. Augustine, when you park illegally, there's signs everywhere. If you've ever been to the beach, um, once the parking lots are full, there people just start parking on the street. And there's signs that say, no parking. <laughs> you know, like, don't park here. And people are like, screw it. I need my raise. I got to go surfing. Uh, I'll park right here. I'll pay the fine. The fine currently is $20. $20. $20, by the way, is also what most people charge in St. Augustine for you to park your car the entire day. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't go to St. Augustine as often as I should. But I do go to Atlantic Beach. And at Atlantic Beach, you can park your car all day for like 10 bucks. So this $20 fine is equal to what people are charging you to park your car anyway. Finally, the city of St. Augustine thought, well, maybe we should, you know, raise the penalty. Maybe instead of fining people $20, we should find them more. Because a lot of folks that know that the fine is only $20 think, okay, it's $20 if I go in the lot. If I can't go in the lot, I'll park on the street, I'll get charged $20. Hey, you know what? I'm just going to take the fine. You don't get any points on your license or anything. You get hauled off to prison. You don't get separated from your kids like at the border, but you do get a $20 fine, and it's equal to the cost of parking. So now St. Augustine is finally like, look, these people are ignoring the law. They're ignoring the signs because the penalty isn't a penalty. And that's that, – when you look at it this way, what's happening in St. Augustine, the, the common sense uh, you know, governance – that, that, that they're executing here. If people are not dis, you know, dissuaded by the $20 fine, what do we have to do? We have to raise the fine. We have to make it worse for them to park there. We have to make it more painful. It's gotta be, it's gotta be worse for them to pay the penalty than it is for them to take the risk. Cause if you park in a place that says no parking doesn't mean you're gonna get a ticket. But if you do get a ticket, it's gotta be painful. If you come to the United States and you try to cross the Rio Grande or you try to, you know, walk across Nogales, Mexico, you try to claim asylum, you know, it, there's no guarantee that you're going to get busted. There's no guarantee that the Border Patrol is going to find you. There's no guarantee that you're going to get separated from your children. You may walk right across. You may walk right into Texas and you may be, you know, at a, at a Houston Texans game in a couple months. That may happen to you. But if it doesn't, the risk has to be substantial or else people are just going to keep doing it. The people that that are are coming to the United States in droves are just like the people in St. Augustine who say, screw it, I'm going to pay $20 to park and I'm going to ignore the laws and I'm going to park my car right here on the side of the road. And I'm going to pay the 20 bucks because that's not really a penalty at all. Now, when you look at the border, 
the fear of being separated from your family, the fear of being separated from your parents or your children, the fear of being deported back to the place that you're trying to flee, the fear of, of you know, being prosecuted as a criminal. I mean, all these different things, they have to be worse than the risk. They, it has to be something you don't want to gamble with. You know, anybody who bets on on sports or plays poker or anything at all, anybody that does this, they know that there comes a point where you have to fold the cards. You know, and I'm going to make a poker reference because I play a lot of poker. So you go to play poker and you're betting because you're like, you know what? I can bluff this guy. And then he bets more and then you bet more. And there comes a point when you have to stop and say, you know what? This is too much for me. I don't want to lose all my money. I don't want to be knocked out of the game. I don't want to be knocked out of the tournament. I want to win the gold bracelet. And so you fold and you say, I'm not I'm not playing this game anymore because the risk does not outweigh the reward. You know, they call it pot odds. Well, what are the pot odds on coming to the United States for years? The pot odds were pretty good. You shove it all in because, you know, you're going to get away with it. You push all your chips right in the middle. You pack up your family. You walk to the border. You say asylum. And they just turn, they write your name down. They tell you to come back in two days. But by that time, you're in Arizona or you're in you're in Nevada or you're all the way up in, in Minnesota. Sometimes you're in New York. You're, you're dispersed throughout the country. And once you leave Texas, they're not going to come try to hunt you down. Or at least they weren't. They didn't under the previous administrations, even though that was the law. People were people were dissuaded, not because the law wasn't strict enough, like in St. Augustine. In St. Augustine, here's the big difference. In St. Augustine, the law wasn't strict enough. $20 was not a strict enough penalty. Here in the United States, the, law, the penalties were strict. It's just that nobody was even writing tickets. Nobody was even walking around, checking to see who had a permit, who was parked illegally. There was, no one was even writing a ticket. Well, now, guess what? Here comes a new administration. Here comes a new Justice Department. Here comes uh, the border uh, patrols. And they are starting to write tickets. They're starting to persecute the criminals. And as a result, you're seeing that the penalty is severe. And is it in an effort to dissuade people from coming to the border? I have to believe that it is. And even though Governor Scott and, and Senator Nelson and Senator Rubio are saying, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, there are signs that it actually may be working for the first time in God knows how many years. Listen, we got to take a break. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 uh, is the number. we got some of your phone calls. You can leave us an open mic message, too, if you're done listening to the traffic reports on the mobile app, and we'll play some of those for you as well. This is the Mark K Show on News 1045 WOKV. We'll be right back. FCS Mark OK. Uh, this is the Mark K Show. That's, uh, you know, I know that we have a lot of people uh, who are bilingual who are uh, who are listening to the show. I know, listen, by the way, the one thing that happened yesterday with this whole issue at the border is that, that Christian Nielsen, who is the director of the Homeland Security, she's the Homeland Security Secretary. She's been working on this issue. She's been berated about this issue. She's been answering questions about this issue. And yesterday she was at dinner and protesters basically disrupted her dinner and said, if these kids at the border can't eat in peace you can't eat at peace in eat in uh, peace either and this morning apparently she's uh, she's drafting some kind of executive order that she's going to take to the white house to see if donald trump will sign it which will end the family separations the best part of the story is that she was at a mexican restaurant yesterday uh when she was when she was confronted about it. i just thought that was ironic or maybe appropriate it's either ironic or appropriate i haven't figured it out yet uh let's, let's go to the phones 340 
1045 is the number. 340-1045. John is in Green Cove. John, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Johnny there? Oh, you know what? We'll, we'll try to comment oh. about the uh, issue going about right now. Yeah, you know, John, what do you want to say? Here real... in Florida and our senators complaining about yeah. kids being separated from parents. What do you want to say, John? You know, well, all of a sudden, it's really an issue. Well, what about parents that are, are incarcerated? That when they, if they have children, the children are taken and put them in protective custody or foster care. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean and that's a, that's a, no, I appreciate the call. I don't know if he, I guess he can't hear me. Uh, there's a, uh, there's, I mean, that's a common argument you hear too, is that when people break the law in the United States of America, they go to prison and they're, and they're taken away from their kids. And people have been throwing Paul Manafort's name out there. He can't see his kids. I mean, his kids are like 30, but, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, it is, it is the basis. The problem there is that the media hasn't decided to make a, uh, a, a feel, I don't even want to call it a feel good story because it's a feel horrible story for them. I mean, Rachel Maddow was even crying on the air. The media hasn't decided to blow it out of proportion and blame it on one person. And that's the other thing, too. This whole blaming it on one person. That's the big, that's the big problem. Like Donald Trump all of a sudden arbitrarily decided to defend, uh, to, uh, you know, to uphold laws that have been in place since long before he was even president. And there are people that'll tell you, no, no, this is his policy. No, no, no. It's okay. Yes. Defending, uh, the, the laws of the United States and upholding the laws of the United States is the policy. It's not a let's separate kids at the border. It's, hey, let's, uh, actually, let's actually execute these laws that we've put in place to keep our country safe instead of just ignoring them the way other people have so the policy is law enforcement not family separation but again that doesn't that doesn't really that doesn't really do any good for the democrats in the midterms so they're going to do it they're going to they're going to flip it around uh 340-1045 is the number 340-1045 is the number we got some more of your phone calls i'm going to talk a little bit about my buddy rick scott and uh and what's going on here with him in florida and donald trump and bill nelson and everyone else uh who's you know who you voted for <laughs> that's all next of the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. All right. Uh, I don't know how bad traffic is now, but it's got to be better than it was this morning. If you ever have, uh, if you're ever in a situation where you are experiencing horrible traffic, download our app, listen to the traffic information, and then send us an open mic message uh, saying, I'm in traffic. Because that's what, that's basically what people do. Like, there's traffic here. Um, that's how we get all our information. <laughs> in fact, you guys, you guys don't know it, but all of our traffic, people think we have cameras and helicopters and uh-uh. It's all you people in your pickup trucks stuck on the highway going, there is the wreck southbound here on the interstate. And uh, so it really helps. It makes us look better than, um, better and uh, more knowledgeable than we actually are. Uh, and 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 uh, is the number. We're talking about immigration. And look, I want you to think about this. This St. Augustine parking initiative where people were ignoring the parking laws. They were just flat out breaking the law. Big sign says no parking. Right there at the beach, people pulling up their Jeeps, leaving their Jeeps there all day. Why? Because it was only a $20 fine, which happened to be the same amount of money you have to pay for parking if you go to the public lot. So when you look at it that way, I mean, any idiot can figure out, oh, 20 bucks to pay the city, 20 bucks to pay this other guy. No, you know what? I'll just, I'll just park close to the beach where it says no parking, where no one else is going to come stop me, and I'll pay the $20. So St. Augustine said, hey, you know what? 
Here's the dealio. We realize that we're not enforcing this law strongly enough. We realize that the penalty is not uh, is that we do realize that the penalty is not um, strict enough, that people are not going to be dissuaded from breaking the law. So what happens is what happens is they have to make it harsher. They have to make the they have to make the fines and the penalties and the uh, you know the, what happens to you if you get caught so much more damaging. Seventy five bucks is what they're raising it to. To me, they should like tow your car and take away your license for a week. That would that would stop me. But seventy five bucks is what you're going to uh, is what you're going to be paying. They're going to vote on this in July and then it'll take place. The vote will take place in August, which is just in time for people to stop going to the beach. <laughs> Uh, but it's very similar to what's happening at the border. You've got all these people from all over Central America, all over Mexico, and they are just they are just bombarding the border. They're headed that way because they think that they're going to walk right through. They may get caught for a second. Someone's going to write their name down and say, come back tomorrow. And then they're just going to be turned loose in the United States of America, which is like they're basically Disneyland for them. And that's the way it's been. For I mean, you can't blame people for wanting to come to the United States of America. It's the best country in the world. You know, they've got we've got this this president that's actually making it even better. The economy is bustling. There's now more jobs. And when all of that happens, you're going to have more people trying to come in from the border. I mean, it, it only makes sense. But the difference, the difference is that all that other great stuff that's happening is also happening in accordance with a stricter, tougher border policy. And it has to. Because they all link together. So now when people come to the border, they get turned away or they get separated from their kids and thrown into jail. And that's what the you know, that's what the policy, the law has always said should happen. Uh, but now you've got you've got two things that are bringing it to a head. Number one, people are realizing it. And number two, the Democrats are running for reelection against Donald Trump. Uh, oh, and the third thing is Donald Trump's been succeeding a lot. So in an effort to change the conversation and get all the, you know, let's let's not pay attention to North Korea. Let's not pay attention to the economy. Let's not pay attention to the jobs. Let's pay attention to this, because this is something that could get people hating Donald Trump again, which is good for us as we start uh, as we start the election process here in a couple of months. Three, four, oh. 1045 is the number. 3401045. Let's go to Tim, who's been holding very patiently in Jacksonville. Uh, Tim, thank you so much for calling the Marquee Show. What do you want to say, Tim? Thank you for taking my call, sir, and your screener for allowing me to get through. I'm dealing with a personal situation with immigration. Um, my long story short, best friends in life, they live in Omaha, and, um, we have a our best friend there. Uh, his granddaughter has been dating, and basically, they, it's his fiance. Um, they have a child. His mom brought him over from Mexico when he was thirteen, and she left the United States some years later. But he stayed. Okay. He has worked okay. here all his life. Great family man. He's got a uh, eight month old child that he has not seen because okay. he was in he was in Miami working to make money because you can't do roofing in Nebraska in the wintertime. Long story short, they got pulled over. ISIS took him to the detention center in Broward County. We applied yeah. for a bond hearing. We have an we had an attorney out of Nebraska, everything. And the judge just walked them through like they were, you know, cattle in a slaughterhouse. I understand right. there needs to be things done about immigration, but 
I can't understand how they could keep. I mean, Tim, let man. me ask, let me ask you a question: Is he here? Is he here illegally, or does he is he a citizen? Does he have a green card? What's the what's his status? The stat right now is they're leaving to go to Mexico um, next week, so she can legally marry him. All right, Tim, I'm gonna put you on hold for one second. I believe then that that's a situation that he's here illegally in the country. And if you're, it used to be, because I remember, it used to be if you just married somebody who was illegal, they would leave you alone. And you'd say, oh, I, he's my husband, he's my wife, uh, we're in the process, that kind of thing. And it was really easy for you to get citizenship or at least a green card. But I think that, you know, that's something that they've been cracking down on as well, because it's a loophole. You know, just like the tax code, they're looking for the loopholes to cut down on tax, uh, you know, people that are that are skirting the tax laws and not paying as much money as they want. Well, this is the same thing with immigration laws. They're starting to close the loopholes so that people can't get around it. Um, you know, so I'm sorry to hear about your personal story and how it affects you. Uh, and also, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't offer you any legal advice whatsoever. But uh, definitely keep us posted. Hey, thanks so much for the call. Dana, uh, Dana, thank you so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you, Dana? What do you want to say? Oh, very good. Um, your story about the St. Augustine parking reminded me of a conversation I had while I was working for General Motors several years ago. Uh-huh. I was a dealer in New York City that was running a, an oil change special for twenty nine ninety five, and uh, just had the first day they did it, they they couldn't do all the business. I mean, it was just out of hand. The next day, most of those people came back for an oil change the next day. On the same car because parking was thirty-five or forty dollars, and it was cheaper to just leave the car at the dealership. <laughs> so they were wearing out. The <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah, that's ex- and that's exactly. The- hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate that. <laughs> that's exactly the point. That's exactly the point. You got people in St. Augustine, and they are they are paying twenty dollars to the city. Because parking is uh, is the same price, so what's so what's what's the point? Uh, I mean, look, when you when it when it all comes down to it, in the end, you're going to have a seventy five dollar fine for parking illegally in St. Augustine, which means you're going to see a lot more rich people parking illegally. Is it going to solve the problem? Probably not. You know, it's probably still not harsh enough. If you really want to keep people off of there, you boot their car, you tow their car, you, uh, you know, you, you throw them, you take away their license, you do whatever you can. You make it really harsh. But when you just up the fine, all you're doing is cutting out a segment of the population that can't afford your product. And now when you go to St. Augustine, you're going to see Mercedes Benzes parked along the water or the beach. You're going to see, you know, Range Rovers and, and Infinities and Acuras and Maseratis. Those are the one. And you know what? Actually, that's not true because they go to, they go to the, they have a private beach club all those people so maybe uh, maybe this will be enough but the whole point is that what they're doing in St Augustine is exactly what's happening at the border is that you're 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 showing people that the penalty that the potential risk is not better than the reward or is not less than the reward so that are you willing to risk being separated from your family for any period of time uh, and even being deported separately back to where you came from? Are you are you willing to risk that just to potentially get through the system and end up in the United States? I mean, a lot of people are still saying yes, but there was a news article on Drudge just this morning that said people are starting to fear 
for their families. There's new fear on the border. This is from BuzzFeed News, and it says migrants are hesitant at the border to go across because they are now fearing the, for their children's safety, and they're, they're afraid that they're going to be ripped apart from their children and separated. And so these people that are coming or, or were coming to seek asylum are, are realizing what's happening. Why? Because the media is making a big hubbub about it. If the media really wanted to help these people, what they would do is they would stop showing these images and stop showing these these pictures because they're making these people way too afraid to come to the border. And that's not what they want. They want more immigrants in the country because those are, of course, potential voters. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045. we got to take a quick break. When we get back, more of the Mark K Show, more of your phone calls, more stuff, more open mics, more everything on News 1045 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. 340-1045. Thanks so much for joining me. You can follow me on uh, like Twitter and Instagram and all of that. On Instagram, you can like see 19 shots of me sitting in a studio. Because that's all, that's all, you know, a lot of people are like, here's a picture of me in Milan. Here's a picture of me in Argentina. Here's a picture of me in New York City. I literally sit in a studio all day. So it's a picture. Here's a picture of me from the left side of the studio. And here's me on the right side of the studio. But, but you know what? Follow me anyway. Mark K, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E on all your uh, social media networks. We only have a limited amount of time, and we got a bunch of people on the phone. Uh, 340-1045, and I want to uh, get to everybody. So let's start with Nolan in Palatka. Nolan, thank you for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say, buddy? Hey, Mark, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. Hey, I love your show. Hey, listen, man, you know, everybody keeps talking about this thing about the border border thing as a policy. It's not a policy. It is the law. And they passed yeah. the law, okay? It's, it's not a policy; it's a law. And I'm guaranteeing right. you, if I, you know, if I didn't pay my taxes, they would separate me from my family pretty damn quick, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if you evaded your taxes, they would. Look, and you bring up a good point. Thanks so much for the call. I really appreciate it. But the point that he makes is that there's a difference between a policy and a law. A law is what's created by the Congress and the Senate and, uh, you know, passed and signed off on by the, the president. And it's, you know, it's a bill that becomes a law and it then becomes the law of the land, something you must do or there's a criminal penalty. And a policy is, you know, something that basically as an executive or as an organization, I mean, your company probably has, you know, we have, it's company policy that you have to wear pants to work. You know, not like not the pants in general, but specific maybe like khakis. Or it's company policy that all tattoos must be covered up. All that you know, there's a bunch of them. Um, it's company policy you must show up for work on time every day. That's what I have a problem with. Uh, so those are policies. And basically, the 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 media and the the Democrats are trying to say Donald Trump's policy is to separate children from their parents. And while that makes a great news story, and it really is fantastic fodder for Facebook, and it gets Rachel Maddow crying, and it puts a lot of people in the spotlight, and it maybe puts a negative uh, cloud over Donald Trump as a president, not with his base, but with some other people who may be on the, on the fence. Um, basically what it is, is it's, it's false. The policy of the executive branch of the government is to uphold the law. The policy of the former executive branch or the former uh, lead chief executive, Barack Obama, was to mm, not really not really enforce the laws. Just kind of like turn a blind eye to it or just, you know, forget the law because we didn't like it. So their policy was non-enforcement. 
Donald Trump's policy is enforcement. Um, and you know, and they, and they turn it around and they say, okay, well, this is your policy then is to separate kids from their children. Joe in St. Mary's, thank you for calling the Marque show. How are you, Joe? Hi, hi, Mr. Gay. Um, I was wondering why nobody talked about reforming the, the legal system for, for immigrating. It seems to me that decent, honest, hardworking people who, who apply for citizenship or green cards or whatever, and they wait and they wait and they months and years, it's almost as if we encourage illegal immigration. If we could somehow speed that process up, and make it a more reasonable time, you know, we would probably have a whole lot less illegal immigration. I, I, just, I mean, the, nobody seems if, to talk if about you, that. No, I mean, and, and look, we have been, you're, uh, you're 100% right. We have been encouraging illegal immigration for decades because the illegal immigrants who come here just walk on in. I mean, there's been no, as we just said, there's no been no effective enforcement. And Donald Trump ran on that platform the agenda what he put forth when he started this whole process three years ago he came down the escalator in trump tower with melania and he sat there with a the reporter and he said we're going to build a wall remember rapists and drug addicts and drug dealers are coming across the border and everyone freaked out and then he won the election and so he's not going to turn his back on it now he's not going to say border security is now no longer important the the executive orders that come through have to maintain strict border security now christian nielsen's at the white house right now apparently she's drafted some kind of executive order that's going to keep families together okay donald trump has sworn to uphold the laws so in this situation he's pushing congress he's saying change the law if you don't like it change the law the democrats are so upset they should stop going on the news they should stop protesting they should stop yelling horrible things at donald trump when he's walking in and out of the building and they should get back to work and figure out some way to stop it that's that's basically it and that's the policy the policy is everybody do your damn job <laughs> that's it uh anyway i'm done doing my job so i'll see you tomorrow this is the Marque show on news 104.5 wokv news and rush limbaugh coming up next pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.